0: 411 Live. Where well, you can learn about issues that affect us every day. Stay the world. 411 Live. Real people, real talk. Made to help people in our community in every way. For your girl. 411
1: Live. Unable to say goodbye in person. Unable to gather at a funeral service. Unable to easily. Find that final resting place for your loved ones. This is changing the way people grieve. And this is because of the coronavirus. Hello, I'm Beverly Taylor. And this is the 411 Live, Real People, Real Talk. Today, we are talking about the coronavirus and the final goodbye. I have two special guests with me today. First of all, I have Troy Robertson. He's the owner of Northwest Funeral Home. And I also have Chandra Staples and her brother died from coronavirus. Chandra, first of all, let me say again that I'm very sorry for your loss. Well, thank you. Let's talk about this because, you know, we've been talking so much about the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19. This is one of those areas that people are experiencing and we don't talk a whole lot about it. Um first of all let's get into the de- Net Troy I'm going to come to you because I know with the funeral business things are changing you are doing things differently than what you used to do. Um but I want to start with you Chandra because I want to know about your brother's death. His name was Leon, right?
2: Yes, his name is Leon uh Staples Jr. He by right was named after my dad Leon Staples Sr. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a resident of Stone Mountain, Georgia, and actually, he would have been there 20 years, uh, I want to say this, this uh, September,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and my brother worked for Grady Hospital Systems in Georgia, where he had been there, actually, he would have been celebrating his sixth anniversary at work. Uh, he was well loved, and I—I I mean that from my heart. Even though he and I fought like cats and dogs <laughs> as siblings,
1: as siblings, right?
2: As siblings, he was a good person, and he was well loved. So many people didn't believe that he passed away, but it's unfortunate um, he died of the coronavirus. And basically, what happened was someone came into his office sick. He was a human resource representative slash manager. And someone came into his office very sick with a fever. That is how he got sick, which it started with a respiratory, uh, which they basically stated that he did have pneumonia. He was given um, an asthma pump. Is it um, albuterol, something of that effect? Okay. And then um, he was at home and he thought he was just tired from being sick. He was tired because he had the virus. And he had was not he been test- diagnosed, right? No, he had not okay. been diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And that's the sad part. You work for a hospital. You work with individuals that are working with the sick. And the sad part is, we had to find out after the autopsy was complete. So. He died by himself he died at home right you know because he was found to be unresponsive and and the thing is you're helping the sick and you're at a hospital by right why didn't someone say, hey Leon, let's check you to see what's really going on right but as I always say when you take care of the sick, or when the sick is take or the caregivers are taking care of the sick, who's gonna take care of them? And in this case, my brother was in human resources where all types of germs probably come through daily. Right. So it's yeah. just
1: it's still a shock. I'm sure it is. It really is. I'm it's sure still it is. a shock. And you um well, basically your brother died alone. He and and so many people
2: like my brother, are dying by themselves. We can't, We couldn't say goodbye. We had to find out over the phone that he died. Right. And the hospital would not, I repeat, they would not give my dad or my mom any information, none. And okay. I'm like, well, why didn't you have me call? He was like, we were going to do you the same way.
1: Right. And I, I'm assuming that's HIPAA rules or? Well, I, I'm... Trust
2: me. I understand about the HIPAA rules. I get it. Yeah. But they didn't, they wouldn't give us any information. None. My parents, me, I'm a sibling,
1: but the parents, nothing. Right. So <laughs> it was, it was terrible. So this was what one of those, uh, those check calls that somebody, you know, sent the police to check on your brother. Well,
2: what happened, the police did go to my brother's house And he didn't open the door, so they kicked the door in. Okay. And he was found unresponsive. So maybe there was a heartbeat, maybe there was something, but then he got to the hospital and that was it.
1: Wow. And, you know, with coronavirus, you know, when it first came out, it was all about the folks who are in their 70s and 80s. No, that's not true. Your brother was young.
2: Forty. He just made 40, October 23rd. And this is a very serious disease. If you don't want to see Troy, stay home. I I can say that proudly. And you won't know if you see Troy not being funny. You won't know if you're going to see him because you'll be dead. But it's sad that our so-called president didn't take this seriously. And I didn't vote for him so I can say this. He did not take this seriously. He was, he, he, he was, how do I say it, uneducated? He's already somewhat uneducated already, but he wasn't educated to the fact <clears throat> where you look what's happened. Yeah. Look how bad it's gotten. And then you want to open up the country.
1: And then um, in Milwaukee, we are dealing with the fact that. Of the people in Milwaukee County, of the people who have died from the coronavirus, yes. the majority are African-Americans.
2: And it's not just about zip codes. No, People are not clean. People are not following directions. People are gross. I can say that because I work currently as a caregiver. People are gross. People are taking this as a joke. And it's it's not a joke. It's reality. No. It's serious.
1: And we're talking about people die. People are dying, and no they one knows really that. Dying. No one knows that more than uh, Troy Robertson, right, Troy?
0: Yes, yes.
1: You are um, experienced uh, an explosion, explosion basically of uh, bodies coming into your facility as well as other funeral homes across the city. Is that correct to say?
0: Right. You know, I talked to a lot of funeral directors, and they all agree that there's a large number of people coming in uh, to our and uh, receiving our services uh, from this outbreak, yes.
1: Yeah, and so, so, so we, we, we see the numbers that are attributed to coronavirus as far as the, the deaths, but we don't right. know, you know, some of these other bodies that you are getting they may be because of the disease as well, but these people have not been tested. So we don't know. Right.
0: And, right. and we have to treat everyone as if they have the virus. Right. So we take all the precautions that, uh, and use the proper uh, equipment uh, when we're um, picking up the loved ones and treating the loved ones. Yes.
1: Well, let's talk about that because, you know, we had all of the um, – the news about folks not having enough of that protective gear, that uh, personal protective equipment, you guys need that as well. So are you having to reuse or what?
0: Yes. I I think we're uh, the forgotten uh, segment of uh, the frontline workers. Um, You know, uh, we spent a lot of time thinking about uh, the, the medical, uh, side of uh, of uh, treating this virus, but on the back end, we have families also, and we have to go get uh, people, loved ones, and uh, one of our concerns are that we're not um, given the proper equipment in order to do our jobs. So it's it's kind of difficult. Uh, we're getting some help from the city of Milwaukee. I mean, the uh, uh, Milwaukee County. Pro- Pardon. Mm-hmm. and uh as far as uh PPE, but we do not have enough.
1: So do you have to go? I mean, are you dressing kind of like the hazmat people with the stuff all over your body?
0: Sure, sure.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. Yes, we we have face got uh face mask, uh a regular mask, mm-hmm. and we have uh gowns on. Yes, as well as gloves, of right. course.
1: Got to have the gloves. Got to have the gloves. Yes. So how yes. how are you dealing? So the body, you know, you get the call, you go out, you get the body. So you guys are, are suited up at that point just to retrieve the body, right? Right. Um, right. And then you get it. It doesn't go right into the future. Do you have another building or a, a facility?
0: At our locations... Uh, we have a morgue, we have a separate location where we uh, prepare the bodies. Um, A lot of uh, funeral homes, um, they don't have that uh, luxury, Mm -hmm. so to speak. So everything is done in a central location. Um, We are able to uh, uh, embalm and prepare the bodies for service, uh, for funerals in a different location, but Still, um, our workers have to be prepared um, and dressed uh, with the proper PPEs to um, uh, 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 embalm and prepare people, loved ones. Yes.
1: Right. And this may be a dumb question, but I'm curious. When a person dies from coronavirus, is that virus... You know, can that body infect someone or do we know?
0: Sure. Um, um, there's been some studies that um, and that um, that the virus been passed on, a dead body passed on the virus to uh, a frontal worker. So, I mean, it's documented uh, that it's happened. Wow. But uh, we treat uh, the person as if they had tuberculosis or Help see, So we take all the precautions that we need to take in order to minimize our exposure.
1: Can you um, cremate? Is yes, that, we
0: is that cremate. permissible? We have a retort. So we have a crematory uh, at our location and we can cremate. Yes. And that's fine. Uh, but a lot of families are still electing to have services mm-hmm. and the services have changed. We used to have a full fledged, uh, frontal service, but because of uh, the state law, we're able to only allow 10 people at a time in. Uh, so uh, we are um, mostly having visitations, like a walkthrough. Yeah. 10, in, 10 out. 10 in, 10
1: out. We're going to talk more about that with Sean George because um, her brother's body, Leon, was brought from Georgia to Milwaukee yes. to be funeralized here and yes. taken to Northwest Funeral yes. Chapel, correct? He was, yeah, he was flown here. He yes. was flown here. We okay. Was there,
2: because my brother was a college football player, we thought that Northwest was going to have to go and drive to pick him up. You know, because the airlines have a weight requirement.
1: Ah.
2: But fortunately, um, one of the airlines was able to, I think it was Delta Airlines, shout out to them, they were able able to fly him here.
1: Awesome. That is great. That is great. We're going to get more into the funeral service in in a minute after our break. But one thing I wanted to uh, mention before the break, uh, Troy, with funeral homes, and I remember that my brother-in-law died And we went to Northwest uh, Funeral Chapel, and you guys were so good. And I was very impressed at how empathetic, compassionate, you know, all of those things. That's what you guys do. I'm sure that you're shaking hands. You give a hug where it's needed. Got the shoulder for folks to cry on. This is a different day. You're not shaking hands anymore. and. Right. you know, hugging people anymore. So that must do something to you as well because you are in the business and <clears> you have focused on helping the loved ones. But now right. there's just so much you can do, right?
0: Right. Personally, it's affecting me because I'm a hugger, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, it's coming from a guy, but it's the truth, you know, um, and and to not be able to touch And and to reach out and hold a hand is kind of difficult. And you see the families, uh, they're longing for that. They are. Even amongst themselves, Mm -hmm. family members, they're not doing it. You know? And it's it's so difficult. You know, Uh, they're telling you to stay six feet apart. I mean, it's impossible. It's impossible. You know, you have the families really... Um, they're in such a condition where they're crying out for 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 touch. Right. They're, they're they're crying out uh, for understanding and empathy and sympathy, and you're unable to do it because of, of the times that we're living in. Right. Yes, it's it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. It's, I can tell. And the hugging part. Let me let me tell you. I got it from my wife. It's <laughs> touch touch, filly filly. You know. So, but. Yes. Uh, It's difficult. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're talking about the coronavirus and the final goodbye. Stay with us. Social distancing tip.
0: Putting distance between yourself and others is critical to slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are ways to stay in contact without the physical contact part. Call, send a text, set up a video conference, post on social media, dedicate a song on the radio. If you have symptoms of fever, dry cough, and shortness of breath, call your health care provider before going to their office. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov.
1: Let's all do our part, because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
2: America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad
1: Council. And welcome back to the 411 Live Real People, Real Talk, where we are talking about the coronavirus and the final goodbye. Chandra Staples joins us. And her, her brother actually died from the coronavirus. And Troy Robertson is here, and he's the owner of Northwest Funeral Chapel, where they are dealing with a lot of funerals because of this virus. Let me go back to uh, what we kind of started on. We touched on it. And let's just dive into it. This whole thing of, okay, like, um, Chandra, your brother, back in Milwaukee... Now Mm -hmm. you go to Northwest and we're, okay, we're going to do this funeral. That whole coming up with how to make this work. Were you kind of the spearheader of this kind of leading the family?
2: Yes. I kind of had some intense conversations with my parents. They're both retired Mm -hmm. and this is something they've never, ever dealt with. You know, I had a sister that passed away. But at that time, of course, we weren't dealing with anything like this. And the fact of the matter is, you know, of course, the last time we know we had something big like this was 1918. Mm. (laughs) None of us were born, of course, at that time. And things were very different then. However, this was one of those things where you have to say, okay, as Troy explained to us, there can be 10 people in the chapel. So we had to figure out who's going to be in the chapel and some of the people that we invited to be a part of that. They took it so hard. Some of them just said, we'll just come view and leave. Mm -hmm. And as I kind of mentioned in our previous conversation, Mm -hmm. I felt like that we were being rushed to grief. I, I kind of felt that way. And it's not just Me, it's a lot of people who are dealing with this in particular, like we're on Zoom right now. And I had a childhood friend who had to say goodbye to her dad on Zoom. And when I read that, it just broke my heart and I cried because I couldn't even say goodbye. Yeah, that's true. There was no goodbyes. And the fact I know that Northwest funeral home wants to stay open, so they're gonna follow the rules of the state. I I totally respect that. But it's so sad that two hours, in my heart, two hours was not long enough. I mean, you had a lot of people that came with masks on, Troy is a witness to that, he had one on himself that particular day, I just said, look, I'm not putting on a mask. I can't breathe as it is. I'm fat. I'm not putting on a mask today. <laughs> and I say that jokingly because it's like we're being smothered, mm-hmm. but yet distant. And I say that jokingly, but it was a lot of people that, There's a lot of people that are offended that they're being rushed. And this is not Troy. This is You know, the state of Wisconsin. I respect our governor. I really do, because he wants us all to stay well. He wants us to stay home. And a lot of people did stay home. A lot of people didn't come. I'm sure if if this ban was lifted, Troy would have had a swinging door. It had been probably two to three hundred people there. So but when, because of what it
1: is, right. you know. So when you talk about the ten people, and Troy, you can jump in here too. So when you say okay, ten people, you mean ten people at one time, right? Right. So right. You know, five can trickle out, and five new ones can trickle in. Oh, so it's right. it's right. moving like that,
0: right? Um, and, right.
1: But then you get the you know the five who want to stay there for the entire time or the the seven who want to stay there. So and then you got to, okay, who's going to tell them that there are some other people out here who would like to come in and, but they need to come out so that they, these others can't, I mean, do you run into that as well?
0: Yes. (laughs) There's something that I don't tell the family, you know, Uh, you have to leave, Mm -hmm. other family members have to do that job because who am I to say, you know, a son can't stay in there, Uh, he's been there 20 minutes already. And there's some people standing outside waiting to get in. Uh, So I leave that up to the family to do, you know, uh, what what, um, an option that we have, a lot of families have uh, 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 spoke to us about that after this blows over, they plan to have memorial service at a different time and yeah. a different day, and with all they can get all the family together, and we can celebrate uh, the life of their loved ones appropriately, yeah. and then even go eat afterwards, you know, have a repast. But right now, we're unable to do that because of the rules that are in place.
1: And I guess you kind of feel a little standoffish too, because you know, it's, you're know you supposed to be six feet away from people. So these right. people are coming in right. and you need to stand back because you need to protect yourself. You have a family, you don't want to bring it right. to your family. So that- right. hug- I know
0: the staple family is tough. I know the staple family. So I wanted to hug everybody, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to squeeze everybody, you know, yes, but yes. I couldn't do it, you know, I couldn't do it. Uh-huh. And uh, so that's difficult uh, for us also, you know, even the staff. Um, and it's it's kind of hard to, to tell a family member, wait, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. we have been already. And they, they see their loved one crying over here and they want to come in and give a hug. Mm-hmm. And they're not supposed to do it. So that's what we're faced with. And if I
2: could say this, the other thing is, I mistakenly hugged somebody. I was received a text message that you're not no touching. And I was like, you know, it's just one of those things, yeah. Troy. It's, it's out of yeah. habit.
0: Mm-hmm. And Why? it's one of those
2: things, it's like, man, I mean, this is worse than Beverly, than going to visit somebody in prison, and which mm. I've never ever done in my life. But those that have can agree with me that they have a no-touching. Yeah. When you go visit people in prison. And so I feel like, again, we are being rushed to grieve in one day, in two hours. But we have to follow the rules. And Troy was only and his staff were only doing their job. I know some people were offended. I've talked to so many people that are offended by the rules. And Troy has shared some stories, which I won't dare repeat, that are funny. (laughs) Yeah. But, (laughs) I mean, they are, and I think the C knows the story I'm talking about. They're funny, but they're not funny because it's reality. It really is. And it's, it's one of those things to where it's like, if I don't do this, I could get sick.
1: Right. So Troy, and that's the theme,
2: you know.
1: Yeah, Troy, are you, are you keeping it down to 2 hours? Is that kind of your standard now? And if this we, continues we, and it gets worse, you might have to make it 1 hour because you have so many services that I, you have I, to do?
0: I hope not. We we're, we're using 2 hour blocks uh because people are going to the cemetery and, and some of the same people uh we might have four families that want to have a service on one day, or three Mm -hmm. families that want to have a service on one day. And the cemetery has a cutoff time when all the families have to be at the cemetery. Mm -hmm. So we had to be able to accommodate the family, walk that fine line, accommodate the family, and make sure that their loved ones buried the same day that we have the service. Right, right.
1: Are you, are so you... so just for
0: instance, say for instance, if we decide, or oh, we're going to have a, a four-hour service, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we might be able to do one a day mm-hmm. at a four-hour, you know. So uh, we are already backlogged as far as getting people uh, uh, time uh, for services. Yeah. And it would, it would just, you know, if we put it, if we, if we make it longer, we'll run into problems. Right. Yes.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: And but- the cemetery, let me say this. Grayson Cemetery was beyond kind to our family. I, I mean that from my heart. But some of the cemeteries, I, I won't name who, Um, some of them are very strict. They will only sure. allow 10 cars into the cemetery. Graceland didn't do that to us. I mean, and they mean when they count 10 cars, it's like, that's it. I've, I've had people cry, mm. devastated. Sure. And again, yeah. I go back to saying this was the rushing, the grieving process. Some people want to stand there and watch the whole thing, which cemeteries no longer do that. You got to go. And that's that before they put the body away. Mm-hmm. And it's just so sad when they when I was told they will count 10
1: cars. Wow. Wow. And
0: and some are 10 people, period. Period, yes. Wow. So you know she's saying 10 cars, but there's some cemeteries that will only allow 10 people. 10 people. So um it's 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 pretty
1: yeah it's how pretty do, how do you pick state. and choose yeah i don't and,
0: understand
1: right yeah let me let me just uh because we're almost out of time but i want to make sure we get to the part about the whole streaming thing because that is something uh chandra that you decided to do and troy yes. i guess that that is becoming the norm for these right. it's becoming the norm. Now. Um, yes so um chandra you just this just popped in your head? I mean, it's, well, a, it's a good idea. My, but Some of
2: my relatives, my annoying relatives, mm-hmm. thought it would be a great idea. Mm-hmm. And I had already had that in the back of my head, yeah. seeing that I'm no stranger to a microphone or a TV camera. I thought it would be wise that, you know, all of our relatives would be able to see this. And I'm, I'm grateful for LaShondra Scott for coming you know, and, um, assisting in this process. And I thank Troy for allowing her to do that. And if I am correct, we had over 600 people view the, you know, that were live Mm -hmm. and it was just like so many people had texted me and said how grateful everything was done professionally. Everything was neat and nice. And it's sad that it had to be a funeral, but, Even some people told me it's hard to grieve streaming. It's it's like you sit through this because you have to. There's no other choice. But it's a. So many people felt like we were being rushed. But again,
1: it's different. different.
2: We're grateful for technology and all its enhancements. But it's just one of those things. It's it is what it is right now. Yeah, I mean, I've watched so many things on YouTube and online, and now my brother, his service is online. I would have rather seen him chase a football, but you know, that's True. these are the we are in these times right now, right? right.
1: So, yes. Troy, are you seeing a lot of families going with the streaming?
0: Uh, we're we're seeing more. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, you know, you're asking a lot for someone to come in from. Tennessee or Mississippi for a service and they can't spend any time with their loved one. Mm -hmm. You're you're asking a lot, you you really are. Uh, So uh, the streamers uh, step in and allow them to see the service that's going on. And once again, a lot of families have elected to uh, set up at a later date a memorial service when they can get all their loved ones under one roof where they can, they can sit there and, and celebrate their lives.
1: So at this point, are most families doing what they call the funeral service is more like a visitation where people just- More like a
0: visitation. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's exactly it. Uh, um, it's pretty much a walkthrough uh, uh, to come in and see uh, their loved one. Uh, um, we're not having ministers preach. Because um, uh, and conducted a eulogy because are you going to pick the 10 people to sit in for the eulogy?
2: Right.
0: You know, that's that's the tough part. Right. I mean, how can you tell someone that's crying and grieving a, a family member, oh, you're one of the 10, you made the cutoff, but your sister or another cousin or aunt didn't, you know, yeah. it's kind of yeah. difficult. So, and what was so... so
2: And Troy, let me say this. This was very hard for me because I have never been to a service where there was not a eulogy, And, you know, I was just like, wow, this is going to be very interesting. And, again, so many people thought it was, again, was an honor to stream, but that's where you go back to the... Okay, who's gonna be one of the 10 people? And then if you leave somebody right. out, right? People right. Are, people get very offended. Yeah,
1: this is, and, well, this know, is an I emotional time. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm so glad I did not make that decision. Mm-hmm. I asked my parents who are you guys picking because I want to see somebody go after them <laughs> because <laughs> <you know. laughs> but it's just one of those things, like I said. The grieving process, you know, again, there's no time limit to grieving, but when you're preparing, when you're burying and preparing all this, so many people were, again, grateful for the streaming, but two hours is, Troy, you know this, it's not long enough. Yeah, no, it's
1: not enough. Yeah. Chandra, do you think that you guys will have like a memorial something after this? We
2: actually... We'll have a memorial service. I not only, as I mentioned, my my mom's youngest sister transitioned that Thursday because my brother died that Friday. So that following Thursday, my aunt died. So
1: from, they corona. A, from
2: corona, from Corona virus in Michigan. So not only did she pass away, two of my church members mm-hmm. passed from the virus as well. So we have to do a memorial service in Georgia for my brother, so it's it's not over yet, yeah, I mean, yes, he's buried, but it's not over for us yet. And it's just like I said it's it's good that we can have these services. Don't get me wrong, but as I explained to people, we have to follow the guidelines of the state of Wisconsin, wow. and we have to keep in mind that people are still getting sick people are really dying troy i'm sure if you had a number i mean i'm sure your numbers have uh, exceeded the normal numbers am i saying that correctly
0: yes yes yes
2: it's just people need to be mindful of this disease this pandemic Take it serious. And when when they came on and said, this is a pandemic, I'm like, this is really serious.
0: Serious. Mm-hmm. Yes. It
2: is. I mean, to now to hear from you here, just hearing you, because I got kind of close to my brother with a mask on and not thinking, okay, I can get something too. But as I said to you the other day, Beverly, I'm not going to die during this pandemic. I'm going to live. My brother didn't plan on dying on March 20th. I'm sure he had a lot of plans to live, but it is unfortunate. And I can say this without crying it's unfortunate that someone came in his office and he got sick. Yeah. But the goal is for us to be obedient to the rules. I can't say it enough. And if you don't want to see Troy, stay home.
1: Yeah.
2: And you, and you wouldn't know if you're going to see Troy, but stay home. That's all I can say. Right. I'm so serious. Right.
1: We have to take the precautions, not only to protect ourselves and save our lives, but to save the lives of
0: others. Yes.
1: Troy Robertson, owner of Northwest uh, Funeral Chapel. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. I appreciate what you do. Please stay safe. They say thank you Chandra thank, thank you for joining us Chandra Staples she friend. mentioned that she was very familiar with the microphone because she used to work at 1290 yes. so um uh, <laughs> thank you for sharing your story and the and, you know I'm, I'm sure talking about this at times it was painful for you talking about your brother's death and, and I thinking. did
2: it without crying so thank you lord that you know you know I'm not. I, I I'm not crying. I'm grateful that I'm able to talk about it with people that are listening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing your story. And thank you for joining us and watching this edition of the 411 Live. We are a nonprofit organization. Go to our website, 411live.org if you would like to support us. Normally, we focus on sex trafficking, human trafficking, specifically sex trafficking, spreading the awareness and getting the conversation started or getting the the ball ball rolling, keeping the conversation going. But because of the coronavirus, which has risen, you know, to the top, uh, we're focusing on that. So we hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to see previous episodes, go to the podcast platforms of your choice. You will find us there. You can also find us on YouTube. If you go there, please subscribe. Uh, And also Apple Podcasts. For now, I'm Beverly Taylor. This is the 411 Live. Real people, real talk.